0: Europe is us, us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. My name is Dino. I'm a Slovenian journalist working at Euronet Plus. And Euronet Plus is the one that created Europe is Us, a podcast for youth, created by youth as well. Today's theme is gaming without shaming. Today's guest is Mihail Ivano. He's 17 years old and he comes from Bulgaria. Mihail, this is your chance. Tell us more about yourself.
1: My name is Mihail, I live in Bulgaria. I'm 17 years old and I've been playing video games uh, for around 10 years now.
0: What are you playing these days?
1: Uh, the game I play the most right now is League of Legends and also World of Warcraft.
0: Okay, and through the years did you change the games you play? Did you play other games when you were younger?
1: Uh, yes, throughout the years I've uh, played a lot of games. When I was uh, little, I used to play Minecraft, Counter-Strike 1.6 uh, and Spawns vs. Zombies,
0: I think. And what's the part about video games that you enjoy the most? One of them is most probably that you can play them online with other people.
1: Yes, uh, that's a big part of gaming. I really enjoy the competitiveness
0: of the games. So, Mikhail, games that include violence, there's a lot of war games out there. What do you think? Can they be dangerous for youth? Or can youth maybe even learn something from them, like historical facts about wars as well?
1: Um, I don't think it's can be really dangerous. I don't think it makes you violent. Uh, For me personally, I've never experienced such thing. Uh, And about the historical facts, I don't know really because I haven't played much of those.
0: And from Bulgaria, let's travel to Poland to hear from Kamil, a student who likes playing video games as well. As I recall what I did at a young age, it was actually mostly playing games professionally for many hours a day. And when I think about it now, these games really gave me a lot, because first of all, I learned about strategic thinking. Games developed me a lot. I met a lot of people thanks to video games, although I had friends more for playing, but we still had a great time and often there were also opportunities to exchange some interesting facts, some knowledge, some inspirations between the games, so that was cool for sure. I'm a big supporter of games and to all parents who would like to ban their children from playing games, I would be very happy to tell about how much good these games have actually brought to me. I would say that at least about a year and a half of my life I devoted to very intensive games for many hours professionally and it actually taught me how to work in a team and it taught me how to think strategically. And at the same time, I met new people. I learned to speak English better because I also played with people from abroad. So in my opinion, games can bring a lot of good. From Poland back to Bulgaria and Michail. Mihail, do you think that games can improve strategic thinking of players?
1: Yes, I do agree. Uh, I have a team in League of Legends uh, where we play tournaments and we often discuss uh, strategies and
0: such. So let's travel a little bit more from Bulgaria to Portugal. This time we are going to hear from Gonzalo. He also agrees that games can have a very positive influence. Está a crescer, sem dúvida nenhuma. Video games stimulate us on several levels. They promote a greater ability to concentrate and improve our reasoning. For example, I'm very uncoordinated on a motor level, and video games have that added value of not needing physical coordination. Strategy games themselves, which are almost like the old board games, make you think and work out ways to reach our goals. All of this ends up, without a doubt, developing our way of thinking, the very single achievement of what we want to conquer for our lives, Also a very important thing, historical facts. There are many games today that are based on real facts, making young people learn things about the history of our ancestors. And of course, there are also many children who have their first contact with the English language through this kind of approach as well. The female presence in video games is growing, no doubt. In the case of FIFA, for example, the Portuguese Football Federation from the e-football sector has also done a very important piece of work in this regard. They created competitions directed to the female public, and as a result, we nowadays in Portugal and throughout Europe have professional FIFA players. These professional competitions are created to motivate these players, making them want to evolve further and call friends to join them playing. daquilo que queremos para para as nossas vidas e até uma coisa muito importante factos históricos porque há muitos jogos hoje em dia que são baseados em factos reais, ou seja as crianças e os jovens aprendem coisas ligadas à história dos nossos antepassados e tudo mais através dos jogos e como tu dizias há há pouco que há muitas crianças que têm esse primeiro contacto com o inglês através dos, dos videojogos And from Portugal, back to Bulgaria and Mihail. Would you agree that games can improve language skills as well? Is it the same with you?
1: Yes, uh, I've learned English
0: mostly because of uh, the games I've played. Gonzalo also said that the presence of female uh, video games players is growing. Did you meet any girls playing video games while you were gaming? I've met... uh... Really few girls uh, online. What about older people? Did you meet any older people while you were gaming? Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. I've played with people that are like 25 plus.
0: So it's well known nowadays that people can earn a lot of money through gaming. Did you manage to earn anything?
1: Uh, Yes, I have. uh, My old uh, mouse that I use for my PC is only from money that I've earned. And now that I have the, the League of Legends team, we play these tournaments and we get uh, some money. And also we are playing at a school championship uh, that is Bulgarian. And we are at first place right now and it
0: also has a money reward. There's teams, right? What does that look like? Teamwork through gaming. You probably have to train to go to different competitions then.
1: Yes, uh, it's five people five different roles and we just uh, play like every couple of days together.
0: And the competitions you attend, are they national or international?
1: Uh, No, it's the school championship is only Bulgarian, but we also play uh, tournaments with people from other countries uh, through some websites.
0: And you play your games on PC, right? Um, You have to update the equipment all the time. How much money do you spend on that?
1: Um, Yes, that is true, but uh, I don't really do that. I do it very rarely because I don't really play like uh, more advanced games like
0: newer games. When people are playing online, they behave differently, right? There's a lot of people that are shy in person, but online. They tend to be brave and they can also socialize better, maybe.
1: Uh, Yes, that's a really big joke online. That uh, people online are like way bigger and
0: stuff and they say they can beat you up. But in real life they're nothing. So you've had experience with violence through gaming?
1: Yes, uh, very often. Especially in League of Legends, uh, it's all of that, really. Uh, There is a lot of racism, there is a lot
0: of uh, discrimination and stuff like that. And what can one do when he is a victim of violence uh, while playing online?
1: Uh, Yes, you can report them, they get warnings, chat restrictions and uh, they get banned as well. (laughs)
0: I'd like to add that we are very thankful for all of our listeners in the second season of the Europe Is Us podcast. It's the second season. Let's make some changes. Why not? The watchdog's perspective is going to be called the Expert's Perspective. We're going to present voices of professionals from all over Europe, which will debate about the topic of the day. Today we are going to hear from Maxime Ferbessel, the facilitator of the organization called Action Mediation. We were very worried before COVID about the time we can spend on games, thinking that this may be a sign of a problem or that there may be something else to do, in particular with very pathologizing speeches. We said to ourselves, as we were in another context, that the video games create good influence because it is the kind of leisure with which one can more easily escape, keep in touch with friends, and so on. It's interesting to see that depending on the context, the discourse on games will evolve a lot. To say that when we put a young person in front of a video game, he will automatically have better social skills, organization, logic, coordination, and so on, it really makes as little sense as saying that when you put someone in front of a video game, he will become addicted or violent. You really have to withdraw from the image that a video game is an all-powerful screen that will have a direct effect on the person in front of whom you are going to put it. What the video game does to someone depends on the video game, on that someone, and on the context. It is really this triangle that is important. Three more personal questions for you, Michal. Very short ones. What's your favorite memory?
1: Uh I guess I A memory I really enjoyed was when I came in first place on a math competition in the first grade because I just started going to school and it was like really shocking for me.
0: And what's your biggest fear?
1: Uh, I'm really afraid of heights.
0: For the end, what's your biggest wish?
1: I really wish for a bright future and I want to become a better
0: person. That's so. Thank you very much, Mikhail, and thank you all for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen to what we have to say, because Europe is us.